Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, yes! The show that starts on time and has upbeat music. Positive Radio, Zach! Positive Radio here, Rabot & Co. ESPN 680, 105.7. Happy Friday. Folks, I tell you every Monday, we'll get you through the week here on ESPN 680, 105.7. And here we are, NFL Week Conference Championship Sunday. Sit down on your couch and forget the rest of the world exists. That's how it is, folks. A couple of basketball games tomorrow should be some fun uh, games there as well. Uh, not the L game. I'm sorry. That's not fun. It has nothing to do with how good or not L is. It has much, much more to do with the fact that Virginia is very boring. <laughs> so we'll have to deal with that tomorrow at the Up Center. Uh, we'll get into that. As well, UK, of course, heading to Arkansas. Eric Wolford back on the sidelines for UK football and it's Zach. I I can't think of so you, so people can kind of understand the show. By the way, four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line text in. Remember, you are the co in Rabot and Co. Would love to hear from you this morning if you've got NFL stuff for Zach. Anything else that you want to talk about? Please shoot us a text today four three seven nine six eighty. And good morning. Hope everybody's having a great week so far. I don't give Zach homework very often. Now there is an understanding when you produce a show that. There might be a segment or a guest or something that you have to keep in line, right? And Zach has to make sure, like, you know, our reads for advertisers are ready to go. Or if I have a guest on that I need a special podcast for, he can help me with that kind of stuff. But this morning I walked in and I said, Zach, you're the football guy. I am. Supposedly. Allegedly. And there's a returning offensive line coach to Kentucky who was at Alabama. Mm -hmm. And my only comment to Zach was... I need you to look this up and do a little digging. But the guy was poached by Saban. Generally speaking, I think of that as a positive. Now, I've texted a little bit with Round Daddy this morning just to get his sort of take on it. Because I think it broke like right right before 5 o'clock yesterday. Yeah, I don't want to call it like a Thursday news dump because I don't know that that exists. But essentially, he was named uh, as an O-line coach coming back yesterday. And, uh, you know, of course, with the turnover with... um, Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting? Uh, DeBoer, with DeBoer, Kalen DeBoer coming in to Alabama, there's going to be some turnover in that staff. He is one of those guys that was part of that turnover. Um, So we will get into Eric Wolford. Obviously, we'll talk NFL playoffs. Did the the Falcons hire Raheem Morris instead of Bill Belichick? We'll talk about that. (laughs) And who the hell is Dave Canales? We'll talk about that uh, as well. Jurgen Klopp is leaving Liverpool? I was trying to think this morning on the drive-in, Zach. If the top coach in one of the pro leagues here retired, 
or announced his retirement, what would we think of that? And then we just had it happen. <laughs> and that's who you're going to clap as we'll get into that. Uh, and then I'll give some predictions around 11 o'clock uh, for the Pegasus card tomorrow at, uh, at Gulfstream Park. Uh, a fun set of races there, a fun set of wagers as well. Uh, they've even got a, a little late pick four uh, with three quarters of a million dollars guaranteed in that one. So that should be a lot of fun. We'll get into the horses in the 11 o'clock hour. Zach and I will talk a lot of NFL playoffs in uh, that hour as well. All right, so Eric Wolford. Yeah. I- I'm interested in this kind of stuff because... One of the cool things you and I get to do, Zach, the next little bit, next months on this show, years on this show, if you will, depending on how long you decide to hang out with me, is, or if, you know, they decide to keep me around here. But anyway, so, is with the 12-team playoff, we're, you and I get to, to be observers and, and commenters, commentators, if you will, on the shift and how college football changes as we move forward. Right. You know, Andy was on with us yesterday, and I caught like a solid five minutes of it or something. I had a busy day yesterday. But he said something like, you know, Ohio State's spending, you know, 10 million bucks or something, 13 million bucks, whatever that number is, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's just be- going to become par for the course. Oh, I-, yeah. I think Ohio State in five years will be a $30, 35000000 million kind of roster. Oh, you don't think Texas A&M was doing that already? Yeah, it's it's probably twenty. Yeah, yeah, I think so, right? And so I'm, I'm using Ohio State as an example because it came up yesterday. Yeah, But we're going to get to watch college football move into a new iteration. And it's something, because of how, how long we've had college football in some sort of version that we're all comfortable with. So the pre-BCS you know, BCS stuff, we got very used to that. The BCS comes along. It works but doesn't. You know, the 14 playoff comes along. It works but doesn't. Guess what? The 12-team playoff, it's going to work but doesn't, right? I mean, it's just the nature of all of these systems we're going to come up with. But we get to watch it going forward. But what it does, one of the 12, you know, one of the things about the 12-team playoff, 4379680, is is that it gives teams who are not in that very very high level blue blood thing hope that they could even get there, yes. right? So if you watch, if you were this last season with UofL, it was awesome. You got to watch a team win a bunch of games. Do they have the trip up at Pitt? Sure. Do they lose to their rivals? Sure. But do they make a championship game in their conference? They do. Think about the anticipation for that with UofL sitting at like 14-15 in the polls. Florida State's starting quarterback goes down. And if you win that game, you know for sure you're in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Right? This year, that was not a guarantee. And frankly, they could have beaten Florida State by 50 and not made the playoff. Wouldn't have mattered. Would not have mattered. Next year it does. Yep. So th- I bring all of this up because I just want this. E- these are the kinds of hires. Because there's talk of Liam Cohen to the Titans to work with with Will Levis again. So I, I get I get we see on the field what we see for the year, and no one watched Kentucky's offense this year and thought, oh, that's a finished product. No, no one did that. Okay, and that's fine. Whatever. And I'm not suggesting, by the way, that next year with Vandegrift and a bunch of new dudes that they're going to make a run at the college football playoff. But it will be fun and it will be different and interesting going forward in our process of doing this, especially when we get to the summer, especially when we get to the fall, to have these conversations, to try to figure out, can your team be 10-2 and two and right on that edge? Can you at least be in the conversation? Can you force the CFP people to pay attention to your team? That's right. All of that to say, 
What do you make of Eric Wolford coming back to Kentucky? My general 30,000-foot opinion is anytime you can poach once Saban has poached, you have made probably an upgrade of whatever was going on in Kentucky. This is obviously something that after the big blue wall seasons, they've been missing. They've been missing that that signature part of what they were. Mark Stoops came in and he did it the right way. And you watched it from Ohio State, from Columbus, with Mark D'Antonio in East Lansing. That's right. Stoops is doing like a baby version of that, yeah. right? So they made the CFP. They went to the to the Rose Bowl at Michigan State. That hasn't happened at Kentucky, but they, they're building the same way. Be as good on defense as you can and build in the lines, yeah. right? And then when they got away from that the last couple of years, the team's not been good. I mean, you can look at 7-5 and five and beating Louisville however you want, but you lost at South Carolina and you lost at home to Vandy last year. Mm-hmm. Those games shouldn't happen. No. They should not happen. What do you make of the Eric Wolford? I don't mind it. Now, okay. I, it's interesting in the sense that, you know, Kentucky people are still upset with Eric Wolford about sure. how he left and, you know, they called him a snake and all that kind of stuff. Just goes to prove that when he comes back, when, when people are desperate enough, they look past what happened in the past. And so, look... Alabama people weren't thrilled with the offensive line, but Alabama people have very, very high standards, <laughs> yes, as we know. So if they have that kind of offensive line play at Kentucky, they're going to be very good. And the mm. thing that Mark Stoops is doing is he's going back to his roots. And it reminds me a little bit to a lesser degree of what Jim Harbaugh did after the 2020 COVID season where he almost got fired. And he basically mm. had to sign a contract that gave him less money but he decided, you know what, if I'm going to go out, I'm going out my way. I'm going out playing the way that I've always played. That's right. And they built up the offensive line, built up the running game, and you've seen the results the last three years. Now he's off to the Chargers. So Mark Stoops is going back to what made Kentucky football successful. Dominant running game, great offensive line play, good defense. They're not so much focused on the quarterback. Brock Vandergriff is going to be a big part of it, but he is not going to be the central part of why Kentucky is going to be good. And I like that Mark Stoops is going back to his foundation. And that's what every coach should do. I think this is right. I think there's a, a weird balance, but it's an, it's, an absolute, it's an absolute for most coaches. The good coaches at least. So we talk, you know, just on that campus, we talk about Cal. Sure. And something Dan and I argued about in the offseason was Dan, Dan was convinced – that even Cal should go ahead and go get a bunch of older guys in the portal and make his team work that way. And all I said was, yeah, but Cal's best teams have never been built that way. That's not what he's good at. And so it is interesting to watch even a Mark Stoops get back to what he's good at. Text or more hump talk, please. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was a good Wednesday. We had fun. Uh, we, that, that should be like, we need a sounder for that hump day. Uh, Texture is Stoops building, or has he realized that as long as he beats U of L, he can coast through the SEC and make eight million? Look, <laughs> look, don't count that out. That's at least a possibility. However, what I would say to that is, um, reminder: my opinion about Stoops and why and why Mitch Barnhart loves him so much is purely economic. The stadium's full. Uh, people are showing up. They're buying pa- parking passes for tailgating. They're buying beers. Uh, now the beers are legal at the stadium. I think it's purely an economic decision. Grace. To keep Mark Stoops. Gratitude. <laughs> Aren't you so glad we played that for you? <laughs> Fantastic. Let's just start. The guy there. talks like every three years, and that's what he opens the press conference with. <laughs> oh, man, it's just good stuff, man. I just... It, it, I don't think it's necessarily as simple as what the texter just said, but boy, if you made that argument to me, I'm not at all sure that I would argue too hard. That it is just about beating your rival and coasting through the SEC. Because look, if you if you don't look at your program as being on equal footing with your top programs, then that's how you would look at it. 
Uh, maybe that's just me. Uh, Texter Kentucky is now no different than what they have been. They just got a couple 10-win seasons with weak schedules. I-, I think they're way better than they used to be. When I moved here, they were not this good. They're, they're considerably more organized and better than they were when I moved to town. I, I would say that that's a touch no different i would say is is not fair i think they are somewhat different are they world beaters no are they going to make the playoff next year i don't think so but it's it is considerably better than when when i moved here for sure so man we did a lot of hump talk on wednesday didn't we it was a hell of a day there's a picture from this texture of napoleon dynamite next to taylor swift and they kind of look the same i've seen that <laughs> Don't put these things in my head, people. <laughs> I'm trying to just be a normal person. <laughs> well, that's oh, uh, that's long past. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, those, those days are over, man. Oh man, I'm all slap happy right now. I got up real early. Had to had to just a weird weird time at our house right now. My uh, wife can't help out in the mornings, and so I'm uh, I'm doing all the work on the kids. But I coach academic team on Fridays. Zach, so I had to get all of my kids up at six Oof. and get all of them to school this morning an hour earlier than they're used to, oh which of course went over great. Um, of course, it yeah, did. no, it was, it was fantastic. Everyone's super nice and appreciative. <laughs> all those guys, and things. Oof. yeah, it wasn't my good. condolences. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. It is what it is. Um, I, uh, <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no, okay. I, I just, I, I don't. The only thing I'll say, the last thing I should, I should not the only, the last thing I'll say about the the O line. Higher here at, at Kentucky. It is starkly different than what we got with Kenny Payne last year. At least there's some self-awareness on the sideline in Lexington. Oh, yes. Where there is none on the basketball sideline in Louisville. So it is at least nice to see that. And I don't, I don't, we don't need to totally do the conversation on the basketball side at UK, but there does seem to have been some kind of shift in the at least on the offensive side in the thinking of the coaching staff there as well. Yes. Right? So at least that's happening. So if you're a UK fan, I think you could feel good about those things. But Mark Stoops wasn't insulted when people asked him about staff change. Does the O line need to be better? He said, Yeah. Okay, yes. great. Wow. How about that? I mean that would be What a novel concept. Uh Texture Cal has to out talent you because he can never out coach you. I have news for you. Every coach needs to out talent you. Yeah. Uh, the the number of coaches that can win with less talent is the number is very small. And I'd, I'm not it, at all sure that they exist in the numbers that people think they do. It doesn't matter how great of a coach you are. If the other guy's more talented than you, by a substantial margin. I mean, Bill lose. Self is an all-time coach. He's had all-time players. He has two titles at Kansas. Yes. I mean, it's really hard to do. But that's still pretty good. And it's excellent. Yes. It's Winning excellent. two championships right. is still great. Yeah. And and he's had to out-talent people all the time. I mean, it's just constant, right? And it's just, it's just how it works. So, I mean, look, if you think... If you think it was more Patino than the players for U of L in 2013, I, I I beg to differ. No, <laughs> way more always players. players. It's always players in that case. All right, uh, ESPN 680-1057. You can text our show UPS Jobs like text line four three seven nine six eighty. Our Twitter feed is at ESPN six eighty. You can find me at Radio Louis. Um, make sure you get into that. We'll have Zach's stupid horse racing question in the eleven o'clock hour as well. We'll talk a ton of NFL playoffs as we go down the line. Um, did you? Watch sports last night, Zach. I have found myself occasionally, so like Wednesday night. So Wednesday? Yesterday was Thursday. I know. But Nobody I think knows it was what day it is. Wednesday. No, but I think it was Wednesday night that I watched very, very little sports. Yeah. I think I just tried to like get my eyeballs a day off of watching sports, something like that. But last night I ended up watching part of the South Carolina LSU women's game. Did you watch any of that? I did. Yeah. And so I fell in love. Um, with one of the women who was working the game. Her name is Andrea 
Andrea Carter? Yeah, fell in love with Andrea Carter last night. I don't know if anybody cares about that, but I thought they did a nice job with uh, <laughs> yeah. with everything around Andrea Carter last night. How about that? Um, <laughs> Texter. Um, Texter, whatever. We have the best coaching staff in America. <laughs> Texter, probably not a revelation, but I realized uh, they may think it's best to just let Kenny sit in this so dorks like Eves don't holler about having, not having enough time. You know, that's actually, um, that's Drew Diener's theory as well, is that they're, they're, they're making him sit in it, essentially. They're making everyone sit in it for that purpose, to not say, well, you only gave him a year and a half. That's right. And, and it's one way to look at this. I just, again, <laughs> horse dead beating. Um, I... With this, those folks, you could give him 10 years and they'll say it's not enough time. Of course. Because they care about Kenny Payne and not about the program. Yeah. Those people are very simple. Um, Let the cake bake. (laughs) I watched this game last night and it was, I'm not going to lie, like it's just fun when games are contentious and that was a cool environment. Mm -hmm. That was a cool environment. Yeah. I will say this though. After watching last night's game, do you know what South Carolina has now done 10 times in a row? I don't. The last 10 times they have fallen behind... By double digits, they have won the game. That's crazy. Okay? That's an insane stat. Here is my suggestion. That's a terrible way to win a national championship. Yeah. Because if you do that in the tournament, it only takes one team to hit two three threes, something like that, and keep you at bay long enough for you not to come back on that. Were so, they not down double digits last year in the Final Four? I think almost certainly. They, they the when graphic they Iowa. the graphic was insane. It was like fifth. Was it five times last year they were down double digits and won all of them? Yeah, five times just in twenty twenty three calendar year twenty twenty. And they lost in the final four. And they lost in the final four. They so, were undefeated going in. I think there's a decent chance that South Carolina doesn't win the national title because they have this habit. Yeah, you can't. You fall can't do that in the tournament like that, that many no. times. Nope. Nope. The fact that I was surprised they were able to do it in LSU actually. I, I agree. The way LSU played, that yeah, they played really well. Yeah, they're really good. I wonder if Haley Van Lith regrets uh, transferring. I don't think so. Probably. Not. I, think she's, I think she's having a great time. She looked very happy down there last. Yeah, time. her yeah. numbers haven't been all that great this sure. year, but I'm sure everybody has fun down in Baton Rouge. Don't I'm they? sure her hundreds of thousands of dollars of nils. I think the, I think that's another way yeah. to. Uh, How do you sleep at night on a big pile of money big surrounded pile by of money. beautiful ladies? That's right. Yeah, that's uh, that's Haley Van Lith. How about that? There you go. But no, that was a fun game last night. Thought I'd bring that up. It's not one that I wanted to do a full segment on, but that game was fun. And what do you think uh, of Kim Mulkey's outfit? Good environment. I love him. I think she's. I, I don't love her. She's the villain of college, but she's college perfect basketball. for that sport. Sure, she is. But the, here's the issue. Here's here's what's going on in women's college basketball that I don't think they anticipated happening. Is everyone's turning into a villain? Yeah, <laughs> Caitlin Clark's now, now a we, villain. Kim I want to say, villain. as a culture, I think we kind of do this to women. To be fair. Women vilify other women way more than men vilify women. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's close. Yep. But I think we do this as a culture, too, where we have sweethearts and then we make them not sweethearts. Yeah. And we do this with men, too. We just do it in a different Every way. Every time where a woman pushes back, they're... They're a bee and not, yeah. not... They're not strong. They're a bee or whatever it is. Correct. That's right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, That's she had to step on her... She had to step on other women to get that job. And it's like, well, or... <laughs> the other or. the other way that people think they get jobs. No, well, not that. <laughs> No, just they either are good. We were doing. Uh, I did this radio the other day. If you're making three and a half million dollars a year, you have to step on people once in a while. Yes, it's just part of your life. Man, You've woman, had to, whatever. Period. Yeah, you got to be kind of a yes. dick. And, and and that's why the the Kenny Payne good cop thing is not working downtown. But in this case, 
It's not like Caitlin Clark was the sweetheart, and now she's flopping at Ohio State. Yes. We don't need that in women's basketball. We already have the villains. Yeah. And Kim Mulkey was, she wasn't just a villain. She was like Batman level villain. Like f- giant flowers on her arms and just the the looks and the, I mean, the, the tweets about getting Haley Van Lith and just the, awesome. All of it's fantastic for women's basketball. But you got to have but, somebody to like. But everyone, there's got to be someone likable. In Is it Dawn Staley? Is she the one? No. <laughs> Immediate no. <laughs> no. She lied about an incident at BYU a couple years ago. Oh, that's right. Oh. Which didn't happen. Oh, man. It's amazing. I forgot about they that. They all come up with all this stuff, and then the, even when there's video evidence or there's enough evidence that says it didn't happen, they still double down. <laughs> Text her. I'll live of them. Andrea Carter, who I Googled first, and Andrea Carter are definitely two different women. Andrea Carter, by the way, is Jay-Z's sister. Yeah, no, that's not who I'm talking about. <laughs> Text her, I thought your chaste and women had changed. <laughs> nope, nope, it hasn't been. Oh, man, hey, Texter, stop talking about good basketball. Uh, as a fan of basketball, I follow every team in the state and the city. Um, and the city of Louisville is struggling 26-65 and 65 for UofL and Bellarmine, Simmons, Spalding, and Boyce. Oh, wow. Uh, I've seen plenty of bad basketball this year. Going to have to check out uh, that Beth Haven team soon. <laughs> That's a good text. Uh, Texter, I saw a picture of Mulkey screaming on Twitter, and someone said, hey, uh, she just found out about no-kill animal shelters. <laughs> Oh, keep it coming, man. Four three seven nine six eighty on the UPS Jobs text line. I'm Louis Rabot alongside Zach Cantrell. This is Rabot and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Reminder, some programming around here. Uh, essentially, people, we've got all the games for you this weekend. We'll have the Louisville stuff starting at 1030 across the hall. It'll start around 9, frankly, if you want to get up with our guy Jeff Lightsey, James Black, on the Victory Formation show over there tomorrow, 9 o'clock, 10.30. We'll start that Alex White Network coverage over on 93.9. Make sure you're there for tip at noon as they host Virginia. We'll have the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show tomorrow sometime 8.15-ish probably. Get Gandolfo, you get Cantrell for that one as well. We'll get you covered all day uh, tomorrow. And then on Sunday, of course, we'll have all of the football games for you starting on 6.80. We'll have the women's game on 93.9 on Sunday and then all stations for that 49ers-Lions matchup in the evening. Want to remind you, that if you are interested in uh, betting on any of these games, you should check it out with our friends at DraftKings. And uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer that will help make these playoffs electrifying. New customers, you can bet 5 bucks on any game, get 200 instantly in bonus bets. You got those two games this weekend. Hey, check out some women's basketball on that side. Maybe Jeff Walls can make you some money. Why not? Everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that code WHBE. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 18 plus. Physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet based issued on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms of sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. On the other end, we get back into it. Want to talk a little bit about these basketball teams, and I want to I'm, I'm putting down a deadline on Justin Edwards. We do it next. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. 
with video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. <laughs> Welcome back in. Here ESPN 680-1057, Rabo and Co. Got you till noon. Bobby V after us and, of course, Roundtable 3 to 6. They'll have the mixtape for you today here on ESPN 680-1057. Part of the family networks here at ESPN. Louisville, tons of programming going on this weekend. Jeff Walls tonight, 7 o'clock, out there. Parlor in J-Town. Uh, go say hi and uh, give him a high five and tell Nick Kern I said hey. Uh, 93.9 will have you there after Cardinal Insider at 6. And, of course, Mengus will have you before that. Mark Ennis, 3 to 6 over there on 93.9. Want to thank George and the Baranos team. They're going to drop off lunch by the ESPN Louisville Studios here as well. The new location open. The signage is up. Everything looks fantastic. 301. 301 West Market, just a block from the KFC Yum Center, right next to that Kentucky International Convention Center as well. Downtown spot for everything going on. At uh, at the KFC Yum Center, the Kentucky Center, wherever it is that you are hanging out. So if you were heading down like Lachlan McLean did last night to see Frozen, how about that? You can stop by with our friends George and all those folks down there at 301 West Market. Bernos by the bridge. Right, or Bernos out downtown. How about that? Excuse me. All right. Well. Did you see the story yesterday about the LSU receiver, Kayshawn Butte? Kayshawn Butte? Yes. Okay, there's a human being named Kayshawn Butte, number one. Number two, no, I did not see this story. So he's been charged with <laughs> illegal online gambling, I guess. Oh, I did see a- this. 8,900 bets he put. 8,900. So help he me out. He deposited over so 132,000. Okay, there we go. I was just going to say, how much money are we talking? So over 100K? Yeah. He In won deposits? a total of 556,000. So he's a good gambler. Apparently so. Okay. What's the concern here? Is he not a lot? Is he betting on LSU games? He was, yeah, he bet on some <laughs> games. I guess one of them was he bet like an eight leg parlay, and the last one was him to have eighty over eighty two and a half receiving yards and a touchdown against Florida State, and okay. he had two catches the entire game. He didn't reach either of those. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I guess he bet on like six LSU games, and he was underage and bet on a lot. Do you know of how things. I saw that story? How so? It was on Bozich's timeline. So I'm glad I saw wait, it because it's, it's about to delete. Bozitz so, yeah. tweeted something and he kept it up? No, no, it's going away. Don't worry. Uh, Texter, man, that beat drops hard. <laughs> is that an Eminem song? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Of course it is. Um, Texter, I can't tell if you actually like Locke or not. Look, I, that's kind of the idea. I don't want you to know. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Roboco here, ESPN 680-1057. Kentucky's heading to Arkansas tomorrow. And, and look... Ben Roberts has written about it now. Other people have talked about it. I heard Andy and James talking about it a little bit. I don't know if you were actually in the studio yesterday. 
uh, Zach, for that part of the conversation with, with the Justin Edwards thing. Yes, I was. But I think Andy essentially said what I said the other day, right? Which yeah. is what, you know, that he's just... In other years, Cal would not have the luxury of being able to hide a Justin Edwards. That's right. And he's able to hide him right now. Here's what I will say. They should win tomorrow's game. Mm-hmm. Arkansas is is 10-9, and 1-5 in the SEC. They are averaging a losing scoring margin for the season. They're giving up 77.5 points. They're scoring 76. This is a team that is not playing well. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they went and got L. Ellis because they thought it was going to help their team. <laughs> That's not how you win the SEC. Okay, so Apparently it's a game not. that Kentucky should win. I think you need to see something markedly different and better from Edwards tomorrow, or it's time to move on. Yeah, and here's why I say that: tomorrow is game nineteen. Nineteen already. Then they play Florida, Tennessee. Back-to-back at home, 8 o'clock ESPN, 8.30 ESPN. Those games are going to be bonkers. Yeah. Rupp is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to watch Justin Edwards running around with his arms up in the air going, I, what happened? What did I do? I mean, we're out of time for this crap as far as he's concerned. That'll be seven games into the conference season. They're going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 12 games left on the conference season going into the tournament. You already have to work in Big Z in this lineup. Aduthier is supposed to come back on Saturday. At some point, the trimming of the roster has to happen. If I'm on that coaching staff, if I'm sitting in the room, I would say Saturday is the day. We got to see it from Justin Edwards or it's time to do something different. I don't know what different is. I want to be really clear. It might be starting a do Thiero because I think starting a do is better than starting Justin Edwards at this point. At least it is. I know for a fact it is on the defensive end. Oh, yeah. I know for an effort. I should be careful here. I don't think Justin Edwards is dogging it or something. I want to be very clear about that. I don't think he's dogging it. He just doesn't fit here. And and I made the you know, I made the comparison to Scal only because and Ben talked about it yesterday that. You saw the clips in high school of Scalabissier, and you thought, man, that guy's going to be great in college no matter where he goes. And Scal was a reminder that sometimes guys just don't fit systems. And it appears to me that Justin Edwards simply doesn't work at UK, despite the fact that he seems to be pretty open pretty often. Um, and it's just not working. Whatever it is, maybe it is a mental thing for the kid. I don't know. I think he's going to be way better in the NBA than Scal was. I want to be really clear about that. If I've ever come across as thinking he's just going to do three, four years with the Sacramento Kings and you never hear from him again, that's not what I'm saying about Justin Edwards. But I think it's time tomorrow to pull the plug. If you don't see something in Fayetteville, it may be time to just move on from the Justin Edwards experiment. And frankly, I think you owe it to the kid to try something different. It's not working for him right now. He came to you and he asked about two things, I'm sure. Playing time and getting to the NBA. And you said, yep. We got playing time, and yep, we get guys to the NBA. At some point, isn't the best way to showcase this kid by doing something different than what he's been doing to this point? His numbers are not good enough to be starting for a team that is fighting for a top four, top three kind of seed. They're not. His play isn't good enough for those things. And so I would set the deadline tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you haven't seen something from him tomorrow, it's time to move on. 
Damn. What do you think that looks like tomorrow if he is to have a game where you go, that's it? I don't think the bar is very high. I want to be clear. I think he needs to score 12 points, 7, 8 rebounds. Yeah. Be that- a factor. Be a- Everybody needs to know that he's out there. Nobody knew that he was out there the other night. He shot the ball one time. That, I need to see him be aggressive. I need to see him actually take the ball to the basket. I need to see him shoot, assert himself a little bit. We, we're not asking him to go average a double-double. We're asking him to have that, an impact. And that's the thing. Ben talked about that. That's not what the coaches want. And I, and I, I have to remind myself especially that what the coaches want and what's good for the team can also be good for the player. It's not always. It isn't always. Right. But especially at Kentucky, because you're going to get scouted so much, your games are on not just national, but like national, national TV. The broadcasts are there. Like this Florida, Tennessee back to back. And then they play Gonzaga after going to Vandy. I mean, there's three out of four games there. Then they play Chris Beard at nine o'clock or on ESPN. Then they go to Auburn. I mean, like it does not slow down from here. Oh, no. It, it's getting started. now is the time to make your decisions on who's a bum and who's not a bum and get those guys out of your lineup. And there have been a lot of bum performances from him. He may not be a bum kid. It sounds like he's a nice enough kid. We said all the same stuff about Chris Livingston last year. He went last in the NBA draft. There is no reason to put Justin Edwards through that right now. Dude, what do they call that when you get picked last in the NBA draft? It, it's not Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> Drafted. Drafted, yeah, I guess. By the way, NBA going to a two-night draft, disaster. Terrible idea. Disaster. Nobody cares about day two. Nobody cares disaster. about the NBA draft beyond the top five picks i like the nba draft how it is i really do i think it's three hours of fun they don't need to mess with it i two days is way too much anyways but that's what i would do zach do you do you agree with that take would you i mean you are you're nodding okay go ahead yeah I, that's <laughs> what i would do it, it's time justin edwards has had more than enough opportunities it's we're almost to february now Just and we don't know what he is games, we man. need to know what he is yeah, I'm with you. and yeah. if he's good off the bench then so be it but you cannot consistently have him out there playing 20 minutes a night and not giving you anything. He shot one shot the other day. He had like one or two assists, one or two rebounds. No factor. I need you to be out there. Even if you're not scoring, have five or six assists. Do something on the defensive end of the floor. What is it that Justin Edwards does great? Do we know the answer to that? I don't. I'm sure if I were in practice, I would know. But practice don't... Uh... It doesn't translate to games all the time. Texter, nothing but Eminem rejoins until Detroit wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> Texter, does anybody really like Locke? That sounds like a challenge. That, that does sound like a challenge. Uh, does anyone really like Locke? Um, you know, I think people like things about Locke. <laughs> Texter, poor LL has left a bad Louisville team for a bad Arkansas team, and he barely plays at all. I know, man. I know. I know. That's the thing. I had We had L in the studio. He's a nice dude. It's too bad. Uh, Texture, Adu isn't playing. Theory, Adu isn't playing, so Edwards can still start. Top three biggest disappoints for me in the Cal era. Ooh, man, top three. I don't, maybe, man. It, it, it's amplified this year, Texture, because of how good the rest of the team is, right? That's It just stands out so much more. Uh, and you do wonder if on a lesser team, if he would be standing out a little bit more. More... So, I'm about to make a comparison. I want everyone to know it's just an on-the-court thing, not a full culture thing. Maybe it's a little like Amani Bates where it didn't work at Memphis, but he goes to Eastern Michigan and gets drafted. Maybe a Justin Edwards has to not go to an Eastern Michigan, but just maybe a Big East school or, you know, a... I, I honestly don't know. 
somewhere lower in the ACC or something like that, he might be a beast. I don't know. But it's not working on this year's team. Heck, it might work on next year's Kentucky team because I don't know who's going to be on it necessarily. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, it, it ain't working this year. And it's, it's getting to that point. I mean, we're talking less than 20 games to win the national title. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at some point you got to you got to pull the plug here. Uh, texture Edwards needs some pancakes. <laughs> he needs something, man. <laughs> Poor guy. I, I wonder too if he's not the kind of guy that just needs one game where he goes to the hoop a bunch. He's you know he's banging, he's doing the thing, and then you know it just starts to come together for him. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully it's that simple, but I'm just I'm just not sure. Um, I have the request. For the Duke game, for the attendance, back in my email. We will open the next uh, segment with that. We'll also talk NFL and a little bit of horses in the second hour. A lot of gambling talk uh, in the second hour. Zach, do you have your picks against the spread for the weekend? Yeah. All right, awesome. Okay. Of course. Good stuff. All right. Have you changed much this week? As far as my picks? Yeah. I'm learning this about you. You're not a very movable guy. I'm very movable. You feel like you're movable. I can be. You're a pliable human. Yeah, when I get more information, of course, I well, change the data my thought changes. Process. How about, How about that? that? <laughs> Text her. Edwards could go the uh, the Bryce Hopkins uh, go the Bryce Hopkins route. Uh, that's actually not a bad one. That one, that a Providence or something like that, and and get drafted whatever. Because if it, Ben doesn't sugarcoat those things, if if he if he thinks a guy's not a good guy, he just doesn't talk about that part of that person. Mm-hmm. If it's a player he doesn't like, he doesn't talk about, oh, yeah, when I interview him, he sucks. He doesn't say that kind of stuff, right? If he likes somebody, he'll let you know. And he seems to like Edwards. So that's the thing is if he does have to go somewhere else to do this, I'm still not fully convinced just because of mock drafts that this guy's not going to get drafted. I think there's just too much too much smoke for there not to be a fire essentially around him in the NBA draft. All right, let's take a break here. Uh, when we come back, I'll give you the attendance to the Duke game if you want to text in. Uh, closest without going over. Uh, we'll win We'll win nothing. How about that? Do it next here. ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. Hi, yes. Little Detroit on a Friday. Here, Rebeau Co. ESPN 680-1057. The pride of St. John's Hospital. 
I am Louis Rabot alongside Zach Cantrell. We'll got you till noon. Bobby V after us. And of course, Roundtable, they'll have the mixtape for you at 530 today. We'll take you local till 6 o'clock on ESPN 680-1057-8059 at the Duke game. I am going back through my old tweets uh, to try to find where that fits. I think it's slightly less than the game before it. Um, but it is... Uh, Right in line with what I think we thought. I think I said 8,200 was my guess. I think you were a little closer to 9,000, uh, something like that, Zach. Uh, they had um, – I'm trying to find the highest. So what was the number? 8,059. Ah, we both went over. Um, so yes, we, we did. You're right. We both lose. Yeah, we do both lose. How about that? Uh, the attendance for Bellarmine was 6,447, for example. Um, and so uh, a good – a good attendance night at the KFCM Center. I think the announced attendance, uh, boy, it was either 10,200 or 12,000. And now I'll have to go back and look. But uh, there you go. So 8,000 uh, people attended that game there at the M Center against, uh, against Duke. <laughs> it's all right. All right. Well, uh, Texter, um, uh, going back and forth, I, I like to, to personally text some people. 7982 came down on the text line. And that is stunningly close. Um, and so that person might have to get a, a prize pack from us. By the way, so the Eclipse Awards happened last night. Zach, do you know what the Eclipse Awards are? No, not a clue. Good boy. Uh, they're the Horse Racing Awards. Of course. And so um, I didn't win anything. And I would just like to say, what a stunning development that a guy who hosts something called the Horse Racing Happy Hour didn't win a professional award. I mean, what a... <laughs> Last night, so we had a, Dan Elmanotti. He's, he's a New York guy for the DRF for Daily Racing Forum. He comes on last night to the show, and we're doing our Road to the Preakness shows because he covers Mid Atlantic Racing. And he started to do uh, some uh, uh, some episodes uh, with a some predictions with a woman named Ashley Maylou. And uh, by the way, Zach. Just a hunch. I don't know anything about your tastes. I think you would like Ashley Maylou. And uh, I've met her a couple times. She's she's nice enough. Okay. But he previously did these these little snippets or whatever, if you will, like two, three-minute videos. They do a really good job of these. With a guy named Mike Beer. And I made the joke. I said, look. What a great last name. I mean, I like Ashley, but this is the horse racing happy hour. You got to work with a guy named Beer. I mean, what are we doing? Right? So I'm stunned that we didn't win a professional award. <laughs> How because because my suggestion for who people should work with is based on their last name and whether it's an alcoholic beverage or not. So, uh, texture, good boy, Zach. <laughs> Play the Eminem. How about that? Oh man. See, don't um, give me a challenge, people. I'll do it. How about that? Mark Andrews has been activated. Yeah. For the weekend, uh, does that change anything for you? No. I think you were leaning Ravens anyway. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Now we're getting Eminem uh, uh, requests on the text line. Oh, that's a whole thing now. Here we go. Uh, Louis Rebo, Zach Cantrell hanging out with you. We will get to uh, f- football, uh, talking about those playoffs in the next uh, in the next hour. Again, uh, keeping our theme going of this week of greatness happening in front of us. Man, LeBron James just made an all-star team for the 20th time. 20 times. And, and look. He's played 21 years. Is I he know deserving of all of those? Probably not. Is it a popularity thing? Sure. But damn it, I mean, to be that longevity, that, I mean, just that level of play, I'm not a huge fan of his. It is, there were a couple of years, especially before he went to Miami, where watching him, Zach, and you were in Ohio at the time. Oh, yeah. Big Kev. Watching him grow up. Yeah. Like, what was it, 26 points straight he scored against the Pistons? 25. 25 in a row yeah. against Pistons. 29 out of 30. I remember watching that, and I was super pissed. Oh, I was not. But it was done, and I went, that's an important moment. 
Yep. That's an important That was moment. his breakout moment. That was it. And and I just for him to make a twentieth All Star game, I, I just I want people just to you don't have to like close your eyes if you're driving, but you know, just imagine anything that you've done for twenty years. Anything. Have you consistently been the best in the world at that for 20 years? <laughs> now, let's reduce that. Have you been consistently the best in the world at anything for 20 months? How about 20 days? <laughs> Zach, have you been great at something for 20 minutes? Yes. Attaboy. There you go. <laughs> so you are like LeBron. How about yeah, that? 20 minutes. There we go. <laughs> Is 20 minutes enough? Two six seven nine six eighty. All right. I, I just I saw the number and I thought, good God! I mean, it's just an insane, just the insane longevity. Also, just the the rec- to have his frame to be that. He, I mean, he's every bit of six eight, right? I mean, you see him yes. next to other place. He's every bit of six eight. He's got shoulders like like he's a professional wrestler. Yeah, and he moves like he's a sprinter. He's a creative I, player. He yes. He like he if, looks like a video game player. If You're totally God right created the perfect athlete, it would look like LeBron <laughs> probably. Probably. Do you think he would have been a good tight end at Ohio State? Yes, I do. Of course, right? Yeah. He's just a great athlete. If right? he would have played tight end, he would have been one of the best tight ends in the NFL. I mean, how many basketball players went and were great tight ends in the NFL? Yeah, it, it's a stunning, a stunning, stunning thing. Um, other players on that NBA team with him are going to be Giannis, Embiid, yep. Tatum, and Halliburton. Yeah. How about that? I like Halliburton being and of on course, the Of uh, course, Lillard's on there. I What I like... In the recent NBA thing, is that there is they're starting to do what the NFL does really well, which is wherever the good team is, San Antonio, Indianapolis, Salt Lake City, um, Denver, Minneapolis, whatever, doesn't matter. Towns that we don't think of as LA and Boston, essentially, right? Yeah. Or the Bulls when they're on their run, or the Pistons, or the Heat, or I mean, I use San Antonio as a marker, but it's it, and that's a massive town, but it's a it's not a market we think of as, oh, we got to go see what's going on in San Antonio. Right. The NBA is starting to do a very good job of marketing those places. And so a guy like Tyrese Halliburton, who's having a, a, a an all-star starter type of year, is getting that kind of recognition. The way you know that he's having that kind of year is that the Pacers just mortgaged part of their future to get Pascal Siakam on the right. team. Yeah. Right. That's they the win. giveaway. They want to win. They know they've Which got... Which is a very unpaced awesome. or like... No, it's awesome. It's they great. never do it's that. It's awesome. And I, and I hate the Pacers, but no, it's awesome. And it's it's fun because Halliburton's awesome. Siakam's awesome. And so it'll be fun to see those two together uh, in that kind of environment. I do wonder, <laughs> for a guy like Pascal Siakam, when you get these African guys, these you know French guys, the move from Toronto to Indianapolis. Yeah. Like the nine, culture. ten million people... <laughs> To like a million and a half. Yeah, especially Indiana. And in, in the middle of Indiana. Yeah. Because <laughs> Toronto's got massive West African populations and everything else. It, oh, it's one of the most, most diverse cities, cities in, in the, the world. world. In the world. Yeah. And then Pascal's got to be like, uh, where, where are we going for dinner? And they're like, oh, there's this great place around the corner. Um, they've got like 22 kinds of chicken. 22 kinds of chicken? Yeah, yeah, B-dubs. We're going to this place. It's called B-dubs. <laughs> it's great. And he's like, wait, is there, is it, What? Is there a Cameroonian place? And they're like, what's a Cameroonian? What's Cameroon? <laughs> I thought you were going to say St. Elmo's because it's indie. Oh, that's awesome, too. Yeah. Uh, they have... So, by the way, we were just... So, this is... Zach, you, you, you'll have these moments. And it won't be with me. It's okay to say. I had a steak at St. Elmo's with Dan Issel. 
That's pretty cool. I'm not going to, whatever. It's pretty cool. Hang the banner. Hang the (laughs) banner. Oh, man. I actually, it's the only time I ever, uh, no, one of two times I watch Dennis will pick up the check for another person. Wow. (laughs) Because usually people just grab the check around Dan. Poor guy. It just uh, a poor guy. What am I saying? Uh, they. Uh, I was gonna say he's not a, paying for anything. It's a That's very, not poor guy. It's a very tongue in cheek. Yeah. Uh, the uh, yeah. It was uh, it was something. Uh, texter. I've been great at something for 15 seconds. Been there, buddy. Don't worry. Uh, texter. LeBron is a little bit younger than me, and I can barely move when it's cold and rainy. Dude, for real. For freaking real. He and I are essentially the same age. I think he graduated high school two years after me. Yeah. He's in his 20th All Star game. Yeah. And I'm driving a minivan. LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm coaching academic team. Oh man, LeBron Texas. is the first like big superstar athlete of my generation. <laughs> Texter, don't let the Jordan worshippers hear you calling LeBron great. They'll storm like Swifties. Oh, it's and so tell true. you why Jordan is better and why LeBron yes. achieved. They're a very defensive, sad group. <laughs> Michael Jordan look, fans live look, look, on the look, internet. Look, look, look. I hate both of those guys because they crushed my team. Sure. I want to be very clear. Jordan is better. I think it's pretty obvious to me, at least. And there are lots of reasons why. But damn it, if you can't understand, and I know the te- this isn't the text. So I'm not going after uh, 068 here. It just, if you can't appreciate LeBron and that longevity, even Dan, who doesn't like him, yeah. knows what a great basketball player he is, right? I mean, in that kind of stuff, like the longevity, the the general skill set, the because that guy's the same size as Issel. You realize the records he's going to set that are not going to be broken. That you like, can't. Ever? It's going to be. He's really got forty thousand points, ten thousand rebounds, and ten thousand assists, and he's doing this while being like the first social media right. star athlete. Right. And he had the highest expectations of any athlete of all time and surpassed them. <laughs> Texture. They're going to take Pascal to Shoney's. <laughs> Shoney's. <laughs> Indie dude. That's great. Oh man. Uh, they were. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Yeah, they're showing the uh, the nineteen seasons that they played uh, side by side, and it's Stockton and in uh, in LeBron. Uh, just a reminder to this texture who texts a lot. I appreciate them um, that in those nineteen seasons, Stockton played uh, all eighty two games sixteen times. LeBron's done it once. Carl um, Malone just poked, perked up. By the way, <laughs> that's disgusting. I don't want to hear about Carl <laughs> Malone perking. Uh, the uh, no, nobody does. <laughs> but uh, the. Um, yeah, I, I would say that, that those are fair numbers because they're real numbers, and I'm not going to argue with data. But uh, LeBron was involved in a lot more collisions than our than our guy John Stockton, I think. So I like uh, seeing all the stats of like year 21, like the previous record for guys as far as their points per game is like right. nine or something. LeBron's averaging like 29. I know. Oh, no, it's insane. Um, Texture being good at something for 20 minutes is good. It's good enough for me. Uh, opinions differ. <laughs> That gets a giggity, no doubt. Uh, Texture. I've been married. I've been married for over twenty years. I win. There you go. Yeah, I just, went, I just went over twenty myself. Yeah, yeah. My there parents have been. married But I would for say I have not been husband of the year for twenty years, man. Uh, the, um, you know, and the texture points this out. Uh, we also that we also thought Kareem's scoring record would never be broken. That's true. I, but I, you realize Zach's, how I think Zach's point is just more like getting to 40, 10, and ten. Yeah, is absurd. No one's going to do that. It's again. just absurd. Someone is very unlikely to get to those numbers again. That's right. Yes, very, very unlikely. You realize how many points per game you have to average for how many years to get to where LeBron is now? You have well, to. Average- did you see the stat? It was when Saban retired, he would have had to have coached another twelve seasons, winning ten games a season to catch Joe Paterno and wins. Yeah, uh, tw- 
12 seasons at 10 wins to catch Joe Paterno. Which he would like have the done. longevity number. Now, had he stayed, had he been younger when he, you know, never gone to the Dolphins or something maybe, but I mean, just just in how the longevity on some of these guys just yeah, Joe things that aren't going to happen again. Like the Joe Pye, years. that's not going to happen again. No way. Like those things, no. Breaking LeBron's numbers is more likely than that, I think. Yeah. If we're talking about untouchable things, head coaching at a place like Penn State for 45 or whatever years. 45 years. Very unusual. I mean, yeah. it's never going to. Again, not never going to happen again, but very, very unlikely to happen again. Uh, so there you go. But not yeah, no, the NIL just, those kinds of numbers, man. Unbelievable. I, okay, so let's do the the higher fire thing. The Panthers, yeah. uh, we'll start with the job uh, that I like the least. Uh, the Panthers have hired uh, David Canales. He is the offensive coordinator of the Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, and I said a lot of very nice things the other day about Todd Bowles and his coaching tree where he's come from, right? So he was in both. Um, oh, remind me. Gosh, he was in two really good coaching trees. Um, Bowles? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Why am I forgetting this now? Or am I mixing him up with another thing that we talked about? I don't about? think it's Bowles. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, but he comes out of the Bowles uh, tree, 42 years old. We are seeing this more and more and more, Zach, where the younger, younger guys are getting these jobs. Yeah. Right? So I, I say younger, younger. Canal's the same age as me. Okay? But. So young. But in oh. NFL head coaching terms, he's very young because the one of the guys they interviewed for the Falcons job is a guy named Bill, Bill Belichick. Bill. And he's. 30 years older than me. And they okay. did the same with Mike Vrabel and Jim Harbaugh. Boom. Okay. Who's 60, by the way. Correct. That's weird to think about. I know, but Harbaugh takes great care of himself if he's 60. I mean, he really does. He's Anyways, like Pete Carroll. He really is. Do you like this hire? Do you know anything about this hire? I know, I, but- I will be very honest. I know very little about this, and I have very little faith in the Panthers to do this right. I know very little about him. I do know that he made Russell Wilson and Geno Smith really good when he was with Seattle the last couple years, and he did some good work with Baker Mayfield, but I don't know if he was the primary play caller up in Seattle, but I'll be real. I didn't hear much about him until this season, and I have no confidence whatsoever in the Panthers to do right by him. Like I, He could very well be a very good coach, He's just going to be under that with ownership a group roster. Yes. And the roster, yes. I don't know how many people the are only succeeding. saving grace for him is that maybe the NFC South isn't awesome. That's about the only thing appealing but, about that job but right now. But the NFL turns over all the time, so it might be in three years, right? Or, or in a year and a half or whatever, sure. right? So, I mean, it's just... They've had know. seven coaches in less than seven years. Because if you think about it, just in that division, and I say it's not great, but I mean, honestly, what? The Bucks just won the, the Super Bowl. Breeze won a Super Bowl down there. Yes. The Panthers have been to a couple. The Falcons blew a Super Bowl. Right. So all four of those teams have been to a Super Bowl in recent memory, right? In the last moments. decade or so, right? That's right. And so, no, it's it's different that way. I, um, yeah, I just don't know what to make of this hire. But it is an interesting trend to watch the younger guys get hired. Texter, same texter. I just realized LeBron's been married almost 20 years. He definitely wins. <laughs> That is a guy, by the way, you don't hear any Anything. of those rumors. You never hear any off-the-court stuff. Not it's even stunning. Like, he's isn't never that, even gotten a speeding stunning. ticket, as far as we know. I know. It is stunning how well they have managed his career. I, that guy, it reminds me, Zach, when, you know, since I've moved here, I don't think I've heard a single negative thing about a L quarterback off the field. No. And they had a Heisman winner. They had a Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. I mean, they had first-round guys. Yeah. And I, I've never heard anything off the court about them, or off the field, I should say, excuse me, in that case, of them. That's being probably that the most impressive thing about LeBron because no athlete I, has ever been under any more exposure, scrutiny. 
My God. For 20 years. 20 no, full no, years. No, he's been under More the... Than, 25. Yeah, like 25 years going back to high school because ESPN was televising I mean, high stunning. school games. It's stunning how good. I, and he's never gotten like a speeding ticket, never gotten a DUI, never gotten anything. The worst thing you can say about LeBron as far as the worst thing he ever did was the decision, which still raised a couple million dollars to the Boys and Girls for Club. Boys and Girls Club, yes. Come exactly, on. yes. That's the worst thing someone's ever I, done I with their life. That's pretty good. Well, once that happened, a bunch of other things happened in sports, and I think people pretty much got over it pretty quickly. That's right. Uh, text, I've been, uh, last year, 20 years, I've been great at losing hair and gaining weight. Hey, I didn't know I texted into this show. <laughs> How about that? Um, Your burner? Yeah, right. Uh, quickly, and I hate to go quickly because I think something interesting happened. So Raheem Morris gets the Falcons show. Yeah. Ahead of Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. And I know... Um, there's a difference here. I didn't actually look up how he's 47. Okay. Yeah, he's a youngish guy. So he's in his 40s. We had Jay Davis on yesterday, and we talked about Sharon Moore getting the job at Michigan. We talked about having a black coach in one of those marquee positions. We're now talking about so Canales. I mean, I'm sounds like a Cuban last name to me, right? I think it is. Right. It means channels literally, and in, in, or you know, canals like channels literally. Right. Okay. Um, and then you get Raheem Morris hired instead of a Bill Belichick, so we're not getting just the rerun thing over and over like we did for many years in the NFL, especially with coaches. That's right. But we're also getting a black head coach in Atlanta ahead of Bill Belichick. I bring this up only because we talked about it with Jay yesterday. I wonder how long until we don't even say that out loud. But every I time this don't. happens... No, but what I'm saying is every time this happens, it becomes less and less likely that we talk about it next. Yeah. Right? Like we and don't so, talk about quarterbacks being black anymore at all we shouldn't talk right. about coaches being black either it i doesn't remember matter. i remember one time i was at chef's cut and uh and i oh gosh i forget who the quarterback was and he was getting scrutinized and i was like man he's really taking it and, and a guy was just smiling so what are you smiling about and he goes you know what they're just going after him for being a quarterback they're not going after him for being black and i was like oh that's true <laughs> just like she's like no he's just not a good he's just not a good quarterback i forget who it was uh but it was good uh texter my buddy swears kyle boland called the cops on his party come on kyle be better than that uh texter people uh that hate on lebron drive me crazy because he does everything right and people still hate on him amen uh it's uh it's it's uh it, it sickens him that uh people go after uh successful young people yeah that, that's the thing is to Man, I was thinking about something the other day, too, and I don't know the best way to talk about it on the radio yet, so I'm going to work on it. But essentially, Zach, when you get to be in your 40s, people 20 years younger than you are setting the new acceptability things that are going on. You may be starting to teeter into this where you're like, how does someone who's 20 think about this and I'm 30 and it's different than how I thought about it? And um we're getting there. We're getting there for sure, and this is this is uh, the, the LeBron thing. And I just one of the things I I watch people do is they, yeah, they assume the things that happened when they were in their prime are better than what's happening know, when someone else is in their nuts. prime. And I just don't I don't agree. It with drives that. me nuts. All right, let's take a break here. We'll come back. We'll do the last hour of the show, last hour of the week. How about that again? Eight thousand fifty nine in attendance for the Duke game uh, there at the Yum Center. So they go over eight thousand. I think only the third time uh, this season. Uh, after uh, as part of the Duke game there. So there you go. Uh, we'll talk horses next. We'll get into the NFL uh, to close the show. Do it next here ESPN 680, 105.7.